Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minutes hosts talk about one minute of the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Betray Cope. And we have Brian Green with us today. Welcome back, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me again. For sure. We're excited to be... I'm glad that you could join us for this week, for our for our first week. Um, uh, it's I'm been, so excited to be here. Right? It's been a blast having you as a guest on our other shows. And then when you... I don't remember. I think pretty recently you had mentioned somewhere or had asked somewhere if there were people working on a Die Hard Minute. And I was like, oh, Brian, come join us. <laughs> yes. I, I was I, I had no idea this was happening. And I said, oh, my God, Die Hard Minute. I want to be on that. Whoever is working on that that needs to happen. I, I need to be on this. <laughs> and you were like, OK, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this to private message and I'm going to talk to you yeah, about this. Like, uh, I can't we can't I don't know if I can share this out in the real world yet, but please do this. Come be on our show. I think this I is like, so much fun. Yes, I'm in it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Today, today we're talking about minute number number 33. Minute 33 starts with Carl checking a locked door and it ends with goons on the roof. I like the word goons. They feel like goons on the roof. Goons on the roof. Uh. My my very very first note. Um, when when Carl checks that last door and it's locked, and then we cut inside and we see that John McClane is hiding inside, and then he just like walks away from the door. It reminds me of the stormtroopers in New Hope. I was gonna say the same thing. Like, oh, it's locked. <laughs> I had that, Keep moving. I had that same. Uh, I had that same note. <laughs> that makes me really happy. That's absolutely what I thought of. He's just like, it's just locked. Oh. Okay, there must not be anyone in there. It's locked. <laughs> that seems that seems foolhardy. I feel like that's exactly well, the room you should be checking. Well, McLean doesn't have keys to this office building, so, you know. They it, don't know that. May... That's true. They don't know who's messing there so with them. Yeah, they don't know who McLean is right now. Maybe they just, maybe, so so they walk away. Do Do you think they're just like, Oh, I must have been imagining things. This is like when you're when you're when you're sneaking in a video game, and and a guard catches you, and then all of a sudden they turn around. And they're like, "Must have been the wind." Yeah. I don't know. They just stop that investigation, kind of. They have better. Oh, I want a good. To do. I want a good diehard video game now. Oh, that'd be <laughs> so much fun. That'd be so much fun. Like- There's an arcade version, an arcade game. Alamo Draft House uh, has has it in their lobby. And it's not good. Oh, <laughs> is it like a like a like a platformer, like a side scroller? Uh, no, 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 no. It's a shooter. Oh, okay, okay. So you're just like taking down the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. I don't know. That's not exactly how I'd want it. I think it'd be fun to do the whole like. I don't know. I guess sneaking around, like video. Games I feel like, like Metal Gear Solid, ch- yeah. so you have to like hide under a box, like <laughs> sneak around, <laughs> sneak like around. Solid Snake. <laughs> oh, it's so silly! It's so silly. So, so Carl abandons the door, and then Hans and Theo enter, and he's just like nothing. So he sends Carl go see to Heinrich, sends him upstairs, which doesn't happen. We don't see. We cut later in this minute to Heinrich upstairs with like his other guys. And Carl doesn't join this picture. No. We don't actually see him attend to what's going on upstairs, do we? Not till later. I think that's not even in our week. I have no idea. So, Carl leaves. And I like the way that... So, 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 so Hans asks Theo, like, can you break the code? 
But he doesn't even look at him. He doesn't even, like... Theo's in the shadows. Not in the shadows, but, like, in, like blurred in the background behind him. Not even, like, in focus. And so he just looks to the mm-hmm. side. Now, can you break the code? And Theo says, you didn't bring me along for my charming personality. Nah. <laughs> I, I like I Theo. Like, I like how sassy he is. No, Theo is like my favorite. <laughs> Out of all of his uh, his lackeys, like Theo is the one that's the most useful. He's sassy. Yeah. And I, I love him so much. He's great. He's the person they need the most. Yeah, yeah. So he can get away with being sassy. Definitely. Sass Master Theo. <laughs> uh, I really like it. I really like it. And Gruber seems very pleased when he when to get that sass, actually. Yeah, that Theo, he seems pleased that Theo is confident enough in his ability to get the code uh, to sass at him. Yeah. Right. He gets a big it's smile. It's not like, face. oh, maybe I'm not sure. No, no. It's like uh, I'm going to make a smart ass comment because I'm able to do yeah, it. He's like, well, this is why I'm here. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't have brought me along. Other- of course I can get the code. You didn't yeah. bring me along for my personality. Yeah, the smile that goes across his face is, is I so love delightful. It. I really love it. He he grins and he's just like, it's like a weight's off his shoulders. Like he doesn't have to, like, it's not a big deal that he just shot Takagi in the this face. This guy. Yeah. Because. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, like, we got this anyway. And then, of course, John is like praying, like, Argyle, tell me you heard the shots. You're calling the police right now. And and he's definitely not going to please. No. <laughs> he's not? No. Uh, doesn't sound like it. No, it doesn't sound like it. He's having a pretty saucy conversation if it's the police. Right? <laughs> Maybe it's a police lady. <laughs> of course I'm coming by. Maybe it is. What if what if like he's flirting with the dispatcher? Right. Of course I'm coming by later. He's like, nah, after this after Sweetheart, have I ever lied to you? You you were uh, you were saying Brian like before we started recording how much you love Argyle and Argyle is a fun character but uh, I I like the fact that we get more of him because the only reason why we get more of him and Carl and a lot of the other side characters is apparently because apparently Bruce Willis was very tired from filming Moonlighting. Oh. Yep. <laughs> which was filmed. Which is ironic because he was moonlighting in this movie. <laughs> exactly. He was doing this like at night and filming that during the day. Uh, concurrently, he that's was filming exhausting. both. Yeah. Very exhausting. Oh, totally. I didn't know no. that. That's pretty, that's pretty uh, impressive to know that he did this and, and. Back to back. Back to back. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I've never seen moonlighting. Um, I may have when I was younger, but I don't remember anything about it if I did. So. Not my thing, but I do. I do know of it. I've okay. seen the cover of it on. There you go. Around <laughs> his his nighttime job, it it went a lot better. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's iconic. Very Die much hard. so. Die hard. But Argyle, though, here he he's he's talking to his girlfriend mm-hmm. and he's chilling with this bear, blasting music, <laughs> and. Uh, I I just love this is his first day on this job. Yeah, and like, this is the coolest job is, ever. He has told his boss, I am going, I am taking our client to Vegas. Yeah, from LA. Cause, like, cause, he's got all night now. Yep. That's a, that's a couple hour drive. Yeah, it's like about two hours or so. I, yeah, two and a half hours. And so that's that's pretty ballsy for your first day of work. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like our guy. I like his style. <laughs> he's fun. He is fun. I, I, I would totally hang out with him. He's just one of those guys that can get away with whatever. Place has got a cool uh-huh. name. 
He he's the fairest of this movie. I was gonna. I was. I was. I was thinking that. I think it's. I think we're biased because we've been doing Ferris. But yeah, he definitely feels like the Ferris of this movie. He just waltz in and save the day, but he doesn't. <laughs> he's having a good time in the back, flirting with his girl on the phone, hanging out with the bear. I feel like this is a conversation that Argyle has a lot. Sweetheart, have I ever lied to you? That that seems rehearsed. <laughs> if, <laughs> That's if repeated. Were, if, if this were like a 2000s movie, he would hang up the phone and then call up another girl, the, yes! have the exact same conversation when with I, that second when girl. When I was taking yeah. my notes, I had the minute set to play on a loop, and I almost thought that he just had the conversation twice. It was like, <laughs> this guy is just like flirting with everybody. Oh, yeah. He gets around. <laughs> he gets around. He gets around. I mean, he's got he's got a limo today. I mean, that's pretty impressive. He right? said, I think he says earlier in the movie that he was driving cabs before this. So, like, this is kind of a big step up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. And, you know, in 20 years, he'll be driving Ubers. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, right. Basically. So we only get to see, we only get to see Argyle for... I think this is this all the Argyle we have this week. I think it might be. It is. Aw. Well, here we go. His fifteen minutes of or fifteen seconds of fame for our week. For our week. Oh, it's so good though. Oh, it is. So, oh, it's so great. He looks like he's having such a good time. I really love it. Chilling in the back seat on the phone with his giant bear. What? It's a big bear. Why didn't? I guess John wanted to play it easy. He didn't want to like walk in with the giant bear, right? That's that's a that's a little is the bear for is the bear for his wife or is it for his his, his kids? It's his daughter. Uh, his daughter definitely. Yeah. So cute. It, it's for Lucy. I love the way. Oh, this is so long ago too. I love the way Lucy answers the phone. Oh, McLean residence. Lucy McLean speaking. Hi, Lucy yes. McLean. This is your mother speaking. I think it's really <laughs> it's really cute. cute. My grandfather. Uh, I think up until he died, used to answer the phone, even his cell phone. Switzer residence, Ed Switzer speaking. <laughs> and I thought oh. it was so funny. Just like, oh, it's me, Papa. <laughs> okay, so Gary, I know you haven't seen the other diehards. Okay. okay, do you know who plays Lucy McLean? Uh, as uh, as a semi adult, like you know, like in her like maybe early twenties. I. I I do not. Mary Elizabeth Winston. You know, I was Winston. about to be like, if I had to guess, because it's you asking me, I think I was going to guess her. <laughs> Can I just skip the other Die Hard movies and watch the one she's in? Oh, jeez. No, you you have I to watch, watch number three at le- at the very least. You need to watch three, and then four. It number two is okay. It's it's good. Uh, number three is great. Not as great as this one. Uh, number four is good. And number five is a, an abomination, <laughs> okay. as I said last minute. <laughs> I will. Uh... Uh, the only good thing I can say about number five is that it's 90 minutes long. And it, wow. So it's short. It is pretty short. Yeah, that's really short. I I do love Mary Elizabeth Winstead, though. I just rewatched. Me I just too. rewatched 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and she's so good in that. I always forget, like. Her, she's got such a range. Oh my god, I just want more Mary Elizabeth Winstead. We're not here to talk about her either, but I'm happy to know. I'm happy to know <laughs> that sweet little Lucy McLean. Aw, I like that. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. <laughs> uh, we only get a little bit more in this minute. After we cut away from Argyle, we get up onto the roof 
And and we see Heinrich. I'm pretty sure this is Heinrich, kind of leading the charge. And he says, Uli, get up on the pipes. Marco, you go through here. I'll throw you the I'll throw you the cord. And then he calls to Hans on the radio. Hans, we're on the roof. Like that's what he's it I feel like they've been up there or they should have been up there for a while. It feels like the conversation that happened in the boardroom with Takagi it feels like it was longer than a minute and a half, even though that's like all the screen we got. I mean, it was probably just like a few minutes, but I don't know. They're just getting to the roof. I don't know how many floors higher it is. It's just like a couple floors up, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe 10. Uh, I'm not sure. I think I looked up the layout of the building and the conference room is floor 34. There's construction on 35, and then you have, like, this piping and roof access right above that. Um, so it's just a couple stories. Because the party's happening on floor 30. Mm-hmm. So it's all really close. This all takes place within just, like, a couple floors of this building. All right. I don't know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so there we go. They're they're enacting their elaborate plan. He's going to wire up the roof to explode. We, we don't know that yet. We, we're just kind of figuring we, this we out. We see more of what they're doing tomorrow. Uh, and even then, it's still like kind of vague as to the plan. But Heinrich's their like, explosives guy, I guess. The bomber man. <laughs> there we go. The bomber man. I don't know if I had anything else for this one. But this feels super short. Yeah, well, I mean, I can tell my story now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh... uh- you mentioned a couple days ago that you had a story you were holding on to, and I'm very interested in hearing it. Yeah, so, well, you know, in this whole situation where I, I was wondering about whether there was going to be a Die Hard minute or not, uh, I assumed there was going to be one eventually. Uh, and because I, I had said, I want to tell this story, uh, this this uh, the story about the time I got my head shaved while watching Die Hard. <laughs> while watching and, Die Hard? Well, uh I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, Alma Draft House, you know, movie movie chain based out of here in Austin. Uh, you've heard, I'm sure you've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, when Die Hard Five, uh, a good day to Die Hard was coming out, they did a whole day to Die Hard where they showed all five movies and back to back to back to back. And uh, Greg McLennan, he was, uh, he is one of their. Uh, Alamo Draft House's programmers, he on Twitter said, Hey, I'm looking for someone to shave their head uh, for me uh, during the Die Hard Marathon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, like, the concept was he wanted to shave someone's head uh, to match Bruce Willis's receding hairline uh, as the movies went on. So, <laughs> uh, right before the first movie, uh, you know, shave it to look like what Bruce Willis's hair looks like in the first movie. Then in the second movie, oh, hair, hairline recedes a bit, so shave it a little bit more. Third movie, shave it a little bit more. Then the fourth movie, shave it completely gone, because by that time, he's completely bald. Um, so at the time, and I don't mean to bring it down, <laughs> last time I recorded you with you, Gary, I mentioned this. Mm. Uh, at the time, I was going through cancer treatments, and I... So I'd gone through my first round of chemo, lost my hair, and <clears throat> I was going through arsenic therapy at the time, and my hair was actually growing back with the arsenic. So 
And my hair was growing back. It wasn't quite like what it is now. It's like I, you know, my hair gets like is like super thick and gets curly. And but it was coming in kind of stringy and kind of you know wiry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was about to go in for my second round of chemo. And I saw the saw this tweet about this. And I was like, Die Hard Marathon. I'm going to lose my hair anyway. Yeah, I'll shave it. <laughs> and so I, Why not? so I contacted him. I got uh, free tickets. Uh, so I got a free ticket to go to the Die Hard Marathon. And Greg, like, he brought me up in between each movie and <laughs> shaved my head little by That's little. Amazing. And so it was really funny about it is like I, I got up there and, you know, Greg was like, OK, so you. Brian, you want to tell him a little about you know, why you're up here? And I said, I was like, oh, you know, like I, I'm about to go in for a round of chemo. And everyone kind of goes, oh, and everyone got like really sad, and, like brought everyone down for a moment. And uh, Greg was like, no, 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 no. Everyone, uh, you're going to be in that. Uh, he's going to be in that cancer wing. And, and everyone's gonna, he's going to be like, oh, you lost your hair to chemo. I lost my hair to Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a good way to. Yeah. It, it's a good way to look it, at it. It was. <laughs> It was super empowering because, like I said, I'd lost my hair once by that point, and I was bummed I was going to be losing it again, but that was a good way to this do time, it. This time it was like, oh, this is, I'm going to do this for Die Hard. This is on my own terms. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it was a, it was a good day. To uh, Die Hard. Despite the, the yes, it, it, was, <laughs> it was a good day despite that movie, the, the last movie <laughs> that I have not watched, I have not watched it since. It's. That was this. That was that was the worst thing to happen to me that year. That was <laughs> oh. chemotherapy. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like I went through cancer treatments, but at least it's not that fifth Die Hard movie. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I have a pretty sick sense of humor about oh, it all. I it's delightful. I love I love recording with you, Brian. It's always a blast. <laughs> I love I love recording with you guys. It's, I, I have a good time. Uh, that's a good story. I like that story. That's a good note to end on. <laughs> Thanks for being here again, Brian. Do you want to come back tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Awesome. So come back tomorrow, everybody, for uh, another minute of, of Die Hard. You can find us on Twitter at Die Hard Minute, Facebook at Die Hard with the podcast listeners limo, and the big site is DieHardMinute.com, where all of the other weeks and episodes of the show with all of your other guest hosts are posted as well. You can find Victoria and I on DuelingGenre.com, where we do Harry Potter Minute and... Uh, Ferris Bueller's Minute Off and we've got other shows in the works future shows in the works so keep an eye out for those as well Merry Christmas (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you got that I got it, I got it Hit your heart on Channel 5